This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good Monday morning, Monday morning, Monday afternoon to you. Stuff just comes out, but uh, yeah, Monday afternoon. Great to have you with us here on KGMI Connects. Hope to hear from you. 360-676-5464. As always, whatever's on your mind, that's what our show is all about. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And uh, well, we got holes blowing open in the side as of Boeing 737 jets. Holy smokes. How would you like that? Flying along and all of a sudden the wall next to you just flies out of the plane. That's kind of nuts. Think, you know, come on, Boeing. Four bolts to hold this whole thing in. (laughs) I don't know. They're looking into that. And um, luckily nobody was hurt in that uh, incident. But boy, it'd be pretty scary. I got... uh, Oh, protesters down there calling for a ceasefire in Seattle. Well, a ceasefire in Gaza, but the protest in Seattle closed down the freeway yesterday. And a lot that much, much more going on in our world. And uh, we're here to talk about all of it here on KGMI Connects. And, uh, well, let's start with our friend Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, hey, go Huskies. Go Huskies, um, Yeah. Yeah, we can't. I want to let everybody know I'm a football fan, so I read the papers. No expert, but, you know, I care about it. Uh-huh. And the Huskies have had an incredible season. Uh, I heard on a broadcast that uh, there has not been a team in major college football win 10 games by 10 or fewer points since the 1930s. Hmm. So it's been <laughs> close to 100 years, and the Huskies have won eight. I just read today in the uh, special section of the Seattle Times that they had eight games won by eight or fewer points, which is amazing, uh-huh. then one by nine and one by 10. And, of course, I, I will say back in the day, until around the 70s or 80s, I'm not quite sure when, they used to mostly play nine-game schedules, and then a few would go to bowl games. And it's much different now in many cases. But anyway, they're both – Michigan and Washington, which will both be in the Big Ten next year, you know, right. uh, much to my sadness, they're both 14-0. and zero. And, you know, I could be wrong about this, but I cannot remember – um, a time when both teams were 14 and zero that met for the national championship in this uh, 10 year old series we have. And next year it'll be 12 teams instead of four, which is good. And, um, but I think what what it boils down to is that, to make it simple, it's basically a battle of the incredible Husky big play offense with the fabulous quarterback Michael Penix throwing to equally fabulous receivers, mm-hmm. several of them, and, um, and against uh, probably the best defense in the country overall. And uh, there was a great article today about the strength coach of Michigan, and apparently this guy's has, this guy has these players totally psyched up. And anyway, it should be a great battle between offense and defense. And um, I hope it, it, I don't know exactly the time of the kickoff. It starts at 4:30 on ESPN, and I'm not sure what time the kickoff is. And by the way, if anybody wants to continue to listen to you, which they should. I yeah, I can turn the TV on, and I won't turn the sound on till your program is done. Okay, that that's for a loyalty deal. Yeah, I appreciate now, one that. One other point. What's that? I, I appreciate that, and I, and I just <laughs> yeah. just a quick note. I I I expect. I think the on field uh, uh, activities and preparation. I think the kickoff is supposed to happen closer to five. Actually, yeah, that's what I heard, but yeah. I. I couldn't be a hundred percent sure uh-huh. but anyway i'll just keep your show on keep the sound down on the tv and be ready and uh here's the thing um i also want to make a quick comment i think it was utterly disgraceful that the powers that be i, I know jay inslee controls the state patrol but i can't blame anyone in terms of what happened but i don't approve of any group 
blocking uh, major or any any highways, but especially freeways, uh, for their cause. I, I don't, if they want to march against an evil terrorist group, or not against, but for and support of an evil terrorist group, and they march on the sidewalk, they carry their signs, okay. I mean, we've had Nazis marching in Skokie, Illinois, some years back, you know. But the point is that um, it's one thing to march or be peaceful and to not disrupt. But, you know, the other thing is uh, the loony lefties, and, and in some cases the extreme righties, have always said the ends justify the means. Well, that is the world's worst statement. And it, the ends never justify the means unless you have a rational uh, you know, reasonably, um, you know, uh, rules following uh, means. And I just feel that the fact that they sat there, um, you know, the police had no orders. That, I understand they had two dispersal orders, but they didn't, you know, of course, matter. It started to hail and lightning after four hours, and they went away, but they left their cars there blocking the freeway. So my understanding is that they came and towed those cars away. Um, I hope they have to pay a ton to get them back. But the point is that this is inexcusable, and I would say this if it was a group um, you know, supporting the Jews or blacks or any other current group. And, you know, I'm controversial well, I mean, group, minority group. I mean, they blocked a freeway, and I, I'm not speaking in support of that. But, I mean, the civil rights marchers of the 60s, they they blocked uh, roadways. And, and that was wrong, too. It was. And, you know, always well, wrong to block a freeway because there are people who, in the past, I can't give you specific persons, but there are people who have died because the freeway was blocked. And there also are, it is always wrong to major. When I marched against the Vietnam War in the late 60s and early 70s in college, yeah. um, you know, I all I had a kind of a, I was playing a double agent at the time where I was supporting the protesters when they were peaceful. But if they had violent plans, one of which I stopped cold turkey, they were going to uh, destroy the ROTC building, which was a new one made a lot of glass. So I contacted the school security and the school president. They all knew me because I was working on on. Uh, they, they understood that I, I was okay. not for the war, but I was not against our military, and I was certainly not against, uh, did not favor violence of any kind. Violence but, is never but when an you march, did you march on the wartime. Did you march on the street? I mean, that's part of protest, we is blocking. The, okay. When I was involved, we marched peacefully on the sidewalk, or there were permits obtained to march in various streets on okay. the street. They're, they had to get permits, and for the most part, well, they didn't interfere even, with traffic, but 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 even permitted parades and marches uh, would still interfere but those are with never the normal held flow. On a freeway. They okay. might be held on 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 okay. uh, you know a downtown street. No permit has ever been issued in the United States for a protest to block a freeway. Okay. That has never happened, and the police will tell you that it is against all laws in all fifty states to block freeways. Okay. and they right. should be ashamed of themselves. Also, anyone who supports Hamas is supporting pure and ultimate evil. And but, that, that'll do it. Uh, go Huskies. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, and I, I totally concur. Go Huskies. And uh, they do play uh, Michigan in the national championship game here in just a little bit. It's going to be, as I said, closer to 5 o'clock. So stay with us here and uh, continue with us. Uh, join us for the conversation. Let's go to uh, well, John in Ferndale has been hanging on. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, um, I completely agree with Michelle uh, anyone who blocks the road or or impedes, I mean, what they're doing is trapping people in their cars. And, Joe, I think that there's a lot of people on the left, on my side, right, who don't realize that when protesters back in the civil rights days did block the road, they were turning off people who might have agreed with them or maybe did agree with them, but those tactics are so awful. I say anybody who blocks the road, I don't care if it's the freeway or not. If you don't have a permit, if it's not a permitted parade and whatever, right, where, where planning is taking place and you know the police would set up roadblocks, 
No. Uh, uh, that's think, what tasers are for. But, that's uh, now, what tasers well, are for. Now, but, so you Get think, off the road. Okay, but now the marchers to Selma um, during the civil rights movement, I, yeah, they're blocking the road, but these are human beings that in many cases have been blocked from voting and from blocked from sitting at a lunch counter or uh, blocked from many uh, access to many other it aspects hurt their of, cause, uh, of Joe ultimately it hurt their cause like uh, I wish that all these so people that are just, out there protesting but, would also vote isn't that isn't that protest isn't pro, part of protest is is civil disobedience and a peaceful civil disobedience and that's but way and that's why you you know part of of being accountable and and being civilly disobedient is that now you have two little taser scars i'm sorry you're breaking the law so Get you out think of the road. you think yeah. it was right that uh the state patrol in i'm talking about in selma that they got out uh, you know fire hoses and sprayed the marchers down and uh that, Joe, that was I'm the proper way to treat here and now a war that is taking okay. place that we have no say over whatsoever and they have like oil protesters in 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 the uk they want to block the freeway too you got to turn this stuff off and let them know that that pain awaits you in a jail cell. Get off the freeway. You can't look, especially in a day where it'd be so easy to block the freeway, trap people in their cars, create a huge traffic jam. And then what do we also have, Joe, in this country? We have the AR-15. Yeah. Maybe you could cause huge mayhem. No, 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 Joe. Down this road lies, lies chaos. Michelle is completely right. And but what I called in was about Dennis Prager. Okay. Dennis, uh, so he, you know, he he has his, you know, his uh, typical stuff about, you know, the the uh, the homophobia later. But he started right. the, sh- the show off with with uh, the Surgeon General. Uh, uh, li- uh, Ladapo, Doctor Ladapo, Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah, and the thing is, he buried the lead. I saw the podcast. Ladapo was was on this podcast, and he was talking about the vaccine and why they they want to outlaw it, right? And oh, so you want to outlaw Trump's vaccine? You're you're saying that Mister Mister Trump is so dumb that he would sign on for a dangerous vaccine that was killing kids? Well, they have no proof whatsoever. But Ladapo claims that somehow it's changing the DNA. Oh, what it does is it alerts your immune system and says, here, you know, it gives it fake news that might come true if you ever do encounter the virus, right? It's much safer than the live virus versions. It's a messenger. That's what it is. Right. It's a messenger. It doesn't alter your DNA. But these people have their theories. Do you, do you remember that, that Dr. Tenpenny lady, the one who was, like, hanging spoons from her, like, uh, jowls, right, and the sweat sort of makes the spoon stick? It used to be a parlor trick that people do all the time, right, before television. We're, hanging, we're like, oh, look, I stick a spoon to my nose because my, my, my nose is greasy and sweaty, and it'll slowly decide, oh, I'm magnetic. Okay. Well, she predicted there would be 50 million deaths from the, uh, not from the virus, but from the vaccine. Okay. Anyway, so, you know, it's just been, it's been a crazy weekend where, where Mr. Trump says that if George Washington and Abraham Lincoln came back to life, they couldn't beat him if they ran as a team. Hmm. Okay. Well, and, well, and then he he also okay. will not take the loyalty oath for this nation in Iowa that is required that he signed previously. All right, John. I mean, well, I, okay. you know, All right. interesting weekend, Joe. Interesting weekend. Absolutely. And you had a lot of time to ponder of a lot of different issues and appreciate you bringing them up. And we'll take a quick break. We got uh, Rich and Robert on the line. We hope to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind here on this Monday afternoon. Back in a moment. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be she's 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 a go-getter man she has a she's a boss lady i have her operating some of her little businesses candy business and she loves it daddy daddy um let's go to work let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because i want to go to disneyland <laughs> beautiful i love the little girl i like her heart She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees, and then she'll come to me and be like, hey, Dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? 
And it's something that I would do myself. So I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch. And that's what she does. She comes in here and she pretends she owns the place. And matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Hi, Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, here to talk to you about health insurance. Are you looking at retiring soon? Or maybe a change in your employment left you without coverage? Whether it is a plan to go with your Medicare or individual health insurance you need, find out how working with a licensed insurance agent at Guided Solutions can help you navigate the plans available in your area and help you make the right choice for you and your family. Learn more today by calling us at 866 733 5111. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save storewide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. The YMCA is just a starting line. For the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. Why is the before work hustle an after school home? A section of my block, a corner to call my own. With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Join today at ymca.org for a better us. CHS Northwest specializes in timely deliveries of warmth, comfort, safety, and savings. CHS Northwest is now delivering propane in your neighborhood. Call today and sign up for a whole new service experience for your propane. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this soggy Monday afternoon and uh, it's going to get stormy over the next day or so and then uh, cold as we get further into this week. We see some snow on the ground by the end of the week. Could be. But uh, high winds tomorrow maybe gusts over 50 miles per hour so batting down the hatches. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi Rich. How's it going Joe? Doing well. What's on your mind today? Well, for once, I mostly agree with you and don't agree with John. I think uh, civil disobedience is warranted for causes like civil rights and blocking a highway for, say, some unjust law is Uh okay. But doing so for something in another country is completely stupid, and they have no standing. There's no reason for people here to protest and block freeways and make lives miserable here for something that's happening overseas. That's that's completely stupid. And as Michelle said, it's illegal to block an interstate. Why is it that the state patrol allowed that to go on for hours and hours? That, 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 that really, that's not good. That's bad, man. Well, that's I like bad know. governance. They did, they, the state patrol said they did issue a disperse order, but then the protesters said they didn't hear it or what have you, and they didn't oh, disperse right away. They didn't. But they I mean, I mean, it. but I mean, what kind of control would they have over? They've got hundreds of protesters, and how many officers would they have on the scene? I, I, I don't well, know. Well, just... Joe, simple. You get seven, eight cars next to each other, and you drive slowly forward with the license sirens on, and you herd them out of there. Or you get the riot gear on, and you arrest them. But either they're not wanting to do their job, or they're told not to do their job, and that would be from a state level, like the state troopers answered to some higher up, which eventually is Inslee. And they should have dealt with it a little faster, I think. If it's true that they were, were they not blocking the on-ramps to keep cars off the freeway? The picture, no, the picture I saw was that, and maybe they, they probably did go to block the off or the on-ramp to keep more cars from getting stuck in that, I suspect. But now hopefully the, that's what it is. The it's photo I saw on, uh, I think it was on the Seattle Times website, was basically it was, Looked like it, I think it was the northbound lanes, and um, that, uh, or was it, 
Oh, yeah, here. I'm looking at the, the Associated Press. So okay. it looks like it's the northbound lanes, and they're just, it's right in that area in downtown. It's a bunch of protesters there across the freeway there. And, I mean, there wouldn't have been really an easy way for, you know, a bunch of cars. I mean, for one thing, it's just solid traffic that stopped in front of them. And I think what they did is they had vehicles that they that they had, uh, you know, across lanes. Oh, their vehicles. And then the, uh, their vehicles. And then they stopped them. And then the, the crowd gathered on, you know, on the other side of the vehicles, you know. Uh, Sometimes so, I wonder if the police are too worried about being creative in a simple solution that they just tend to do nothing or wait for some order on high of what to do. You know, like I would be creative and like start towing the cars out of there, come from the other way, maybe some super loud noises or some really bright light, some honky horn noises. And I think they would leave. You would find a way to deter them very simply. But I think today's day and age, we're so worried about liability of every stupid little thing that the lawbreaker has more rights than someone trying to stop the law breaking. So it's, it's, well, kind of sad uh, it had yeah. to go on that long, you know. I know, but a few hours, and I, I'm, you know, if I would have been stuck in that traffic jam, I would have been livid. I'm sure there were many people that were kept from something. getting out know, where they were going and right. what their what their plans were for the day were completely ruined. They sat in their cars for several hours, uh, you yeah. know, just stuck. That would have been no fun. I'm, I, you know, then I, yeah, we've all been in traffic jams, and uh, one that's created like that uh, would be very frustrating. So I'm, especially for something overseas. I mean, that's well, that's I, dumb. I it's see not, what you're saying. No point to it here. Still, I, you know, if they want to raise awareness, uh, and and I, I, I would take uh, issue with those who say this is strictly oh, supporting Hamas, and and to say that these protesters are there to support Hamas and. You know that yay yay rah rah Hamas attack Israel and kill Israeli civilians. I, well, I don't if think that's what they're saying. That would not be good. I, I don't like think that that's. I don't think that's the motivation. I think most most people maybe well, there are some among them that they're they're the in state? solidarity with the Palestinian people. They they say the an end to the occupation, which is what uh, is you know it's that's a refrain that's uh, been um, used uh, in, in connection to. Israel yeah. and the Israel-Palestinian situation forever, but um, yeah, that and uh, and calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. One more thing, if you got a second, sure, sure. semi-related. So the other day, Tim had a call, and he said a dirty word, and I understand his overall feeling because he was talking about John being unfair to him, claiming he was possibly drunk in that wreck, and so he used the wrong word. But I totally understand what he's saying. And I was wondering when you were talking to John earlier, and he was saying how they should. So you said ask him about fire hose, and then fire hose, and John said that's okay. And you're like, really? I wonder if you had a thought like, oh, maybe Tim is kind of a little bit on the right track, a little bit. <laughs> like if you think well, it's all bad. I, or whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't always agree with any of our callers, and but disagreeing is one thing. And I would have let Tim continue, but. I mean, there are basic basic rules. Yeah, the basic rules we have to operate here. And if you're, you know, people use profanity, they're going to be cut off immediately. And so that's no, it's just unfortunate it he chose that word. He could have made the exact same yeah. point. There was no reason word. for it. And and he's right. called this show many times. I've I've always had him on to talk about whatever yeah. he wants to say. But uh, you know, I mean, if uh, there's no reason for that kind of language, well, I mean, really just not thinking quick enough. You got to think of a better word. You can choose a word with a similar meaning, but it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be that word. But exactly, like excre- yeah. excrement, for example, is you know that's an okay word, but it's the same right? thing. Uh huh. Exactly. So, exactly. Whatever. All right, Rich. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> Thanks. Talk to you. Back with you. Uh, let's see. We'll we'll take a quick break. We got Robert on the line. We want to hear from you too here on KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind. As we get ready for the big uh, showdown there, uh, the the, uh, the national championship game and uh, you know, our Washington Huskies should be a good one. But uh, stick with us for just a little bit uh, because they're not going to kick it off for, for a while anyway. So we'll be back here in just a moment. Trust. It's the foundation of every lock and key, and it's the reason Accurate Lock and Security has been serving Northwest Washington for over 90 years, because people know that Accurate are the ones you can trust to protect your valuables. From Abloy to Medico to Keymark, Accurate's high-security locks offer a patented key blank that only contracted dealers can cut, extreme resistance to physical attack, and a variety of security enhancements to bolster your protection. Accurate Lock and Security, the security professional team. Online at AccurateLock.net. 
in the shop. It makes me sad. It makes me uncomfortable to have to say, yeah, well, it is a nice car. Love the color of the paint. You know, the seats feel great. (laughs) Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. You need 10,000 bucks worth of repairs. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Did you know abortion is still legal in Washington State throughout all three trimesters? And since Roe v. Wade was struck down, absolutely nothing has changed in our state. Washington State leads the way in offering abortion to all, including transportation to this state. The governor is introducing a bill to protect abortion without restriction. Hi, my name is Juanita Verbray, and I want to speak for the very innocent pre-born child who is tragically sent to death without a voice or an option. I want to stand with the women who think they cannot keep their baby and feel helpless and hopeless. There is help for any mom who is facing this crisis. We can help with each and every need. We will stand with you and help you succeed as a parent. Before you make an appointment to terminate, please call one 399 life and we will support you through your crisis pregnancy. Again, call one 399 life and may God protect you and your unborn baby. Get informed and inspired with Saturday Morning Live on KGMI. Join a group of knowledgeable hosts as they present a variety of guests and viewpoints on issues important to our area and to you and your family. Sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC at Linden Sheet Metal each Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday afternoon, and let's go right back to the phones. Robert in Bellingham's been holding on. Hi, Robert. Are you there, Robert? Robert, Robert. I'll put him on hold. Let's go to Doug in Birch Bay. Hi, Doug. Hey, hi, Joe. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, you know, I called you Friday, and we had a little discussion, and uh, and and I guess I was a little incredulous when okay. you said that you you uh, you thought January sixth was the insurrection, and I was just surprised because I thought you'd spoken about Biden using hyperbole, and but I guess it wasn't more. You meant more so about the country, you know, falling or something like that. So anyway, okay. You can think it's an insurrection if you want. I don't know. I disagree with you, obviously, and and I don't know why nobody's been charged with insurrection. So I don't. I, I think well, you're I don't know that insurrection is a crime. There, there have been uh, people convicted of, um, you know, um, uh, what is it? Uh, here, I have to look up the the exact charge. The you know, several of the Proud Boys were uh, sentenced for. Um, uh, sedition, um, but I don't know. Insurrection, I think, is an is a is an episode or an in an, an, an act. I don't know that it's an act rather than a crime. You know that yeah, a specific ch- crime that's charged. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, go I ahead. Think, yep. Sedition sounds sounds like it would be definitely related to insurrection. Okay. Seditious okay, conspiracy, so. yeah, like uh, the Proud Boys chairman, a couple of the other ones. But anyway, go ahead. So I, I want to go back to John's call on Friday. He made a statement, and and I hope I had hoped to call before John got on so he could explain this to me. Um, he said, and I quote: "This is John from Ferndale, right? Okay. If Mike Pence had gone the other way, this country would be a bloodbath right now." Um, that was bizarre to me. I, I'm like. 
I hope John could call in sometime and explain that because who exactly would be involved in this bloodbath? I mean, uh, I'm glad Pence didn't get hurt, but but if he had, what bloodbath would have that? I think he was. I think he was referring to whether if if Mike Pence had had gone along with the the, the wishes of the former president and uh, refused to. Uh, I, I think that's what he was referring to. Whether or what would have led to a bloodbath or not, I guess that's up to obviously it's up to uh, conjecture. <laughs> but okay, okay, hey, I'm glad you understand the mind of John from Ferndale because I sure don't most of the time. Hey, thank you. Oh, okay. All right. Is that it? That's all you had, Doug? I mean, that, I that, that's so. fine. All right. <laughs> cool. Yeah, thanks. Thanks Bye-bye. for your call. All right. Let's see. Is Robert in Bellingham? Are you there, Robert? No, I guess we lost Robert. So let's go to Jack in Seattle. Hi, Jack. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. So I'm sitting here at 12 and a half miles an hour because our freeways are operating so well. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to go home. And, uh, I, w- I was Tim's phone call last week, last Thursday, I guess it was, uh-huh. where he uh, used the Saxon language. The and I know it's Saxon. predominantly considered the swear language, but that it is. It's the Saxon language. The Saxon S-A-X-O-N. language. Okay. Yes. And uh, it's the only language that's remained largely unchanged over the last 1,200 years. Hmm. Okay. And uh, so, uh, but it's always been seen as craft. And okay. our swear words come from the Saxon language. Oh, okay. And, hmm. and uh, as far as I know, uh, I'm in a little bit of agreement with Tim and his character assessment Okay. on that day. But unfortunately, he used the Saxon language, which is... By uh, today's FCC and uh, the snooty people of the world. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah, I guess yeah. so. I mean, it's it. I guess that you know those words become more and more common. It's hard to. I mean, I don't know if you could find a movie where, like, you know, they're not dropping f bombs or using that word, but um, it's it's weird in England. In England, the F-bomb is not considered a swear like it is out here. Really? Right. The S-word? The F-bomb that you were speaking of. Oh, F-bomb. Um, okay. Huh. Yes. It's, uh, you know, it was uh, designated as to plant the original uh, definition of it. Okay. Well, I guess I can see where that would have morphed into what it is become known as now. But <laughs> yeah, and so uh, the languages are, are are pretty unique. It's it's, yeah. it's yeah. so weird, especially uh, especially it's it's weird. There's like four or five. I have a a couple of cousins that are that are deaf, and they've been deaf from, from birth, and we used to speak American Sign, and there's some phrases in the American Sign Language that uh, are considered okay here, but when they're down south, like further south, like in South America, uh-huh. they're considered they're considered the Saxon language of sign language, huh. if you will. And they're just purely acceptable, you know, north of Mexico. So Jack, I have to ask you, you've got some you you've come to us with some really interesting uh, historical uh, facts and are you you know are you a student of history or have you, you know, studied? I, obviously, you've studied history I, to a great, de- I, great degree. I am a very old fart, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I have a I I, I have a great uh, passion uh-huh. for finding truth and uh, the background. Okay. Situation, but I have no mental ability or uh, drive to be able to put it to any good use. 
so it's well. Well, maybe we'll my find wife you. consistently consistently says, "Why aren't you doing something else other than what you do?" You know, and I mm-hmm. told you last week that I'm a weed wagger at an old folks' home. Yeah, yeah, and uh-huh. uh, yeah, and that kind of stuff. And uh, it's like, well, well, because this is what I enjoy, and uh, I've never, Jewish. I've never been able to acquiesce my emotion and my, I guess it would be pride to succumb to other people's diktats as to what I should be doing with my life. When yeah. I, I used to work in probation. I used to work in that kind of stuff. But uh-huh. All right. I just uh, felt that that was uh, a waste of time. Do what you love and you'll never work another day in your life. So, all right. No, no, I work every day. <laughs> well, okay. I, I, I hate what I do, but it pays the bill. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for your call. It's good to talk with you, Jack. And uh, we'll take it well, real quick. We got Robert in Bellingham back on the line. Let's go to Robert real quick. Hi, Robert. Hello. Hope my this call comes through now. I got you. L- loud and clear. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I got a couple of things. One thing is I uh, people are talking about disruptive protests, and I have a feeling that if Trump were elected again, we'd have a lot worse protests because uh, people tend to forget that when the chop zone was happening in Seattle and all of that, that was when Trump was president. And, and it's because he likes to stir things up and antagonize people, and then people on the radical left will push back. So I'm afraid the radical left is going to get worse, too, if Trump gets back in. We need somebody calm, like somebody who can de-escalate the situation in mm-hmm. public service. Uh-huh. Because I'm sort of worried about most people are in the middle and just want to uh, live their lives, and, and we're kind of caught in the middle between those extremes. And I think if you have someone that's pushing the extremes from the White House, you're just going to get more from the other side, too. All right. Well, yeah, I think that's that's probably a fair assessment. That, uh, And I, I, I think that's what's causing us, so many of us, angst. Uh, as we enter this new year, this election year, uh, that no matter how the election turns out in uh, November, no one will be, neither side will be satisfied or, or, or maybe there will be many on one side or the other that will be terribly dissatisfied. And there, and maybe uh, we we just don't want to see a repeat of what happened on January 6th, but yeah. And, and, and the the chop zone and all with it but another thing i was thinking i think like the point you make um about the chop zone because that occurred to me is that was a a pushback against police reaction to protests and the use of uh of uh tear gas and and uh what the protesters saw as strong strong arm tactics and which were later assessed by 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 um those examining how the police reacted to those protests as being heavy-handed and 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 out of line, so that and that's what gave rise to the chop zone. Then, so yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. I think there's uh, too much back and forth, and we kind of need to calm down. But another thing, I was there was that survey about round for mental health and better health, and then you you were mentioning that a denser city might be the opposite of that, but but I. I think that that's oh, yeah. where parks come in. Parks come in handy. When you live in a city like Bellingham, I actually find nature is actually prettier in some ways in Bellingham because of the trees. And when you have mixed-use zoning where there's some apartments, but you still have single-family homes in you have a lot of parks um, it's, and trails and things like that, it helps to have the mix in the urban area and you can bring nature into the urban area, whereas one of the problems in the county is so much sprawl and a lot of more traffic, and there just isn't the park access to parks and things as much. So uh-huh. some ways it's not as accessible to the public because of the sprawl and it's private property and stuff, whereas in the city you get areas where there's density, but you get a mix. You get, like the building I'm in, it's a pretty big building, but it's surrounded by a lot of big, beautiful trees in this neighborhood and lots uh-huh. of trails nearby and stuff and not as much traffic. Okay. All right. All right, Robert, appreciate your thoughts. And that and Robert was talking about a, a study that Washington State University did that found that uh, – 
being close to nature uh, led to better health outcomes or, or better health assessments for uh, older folks, older Americans, those over 65, who, uh, and both physically and mentally. Uh, but uh, being close, being, being able to access nature, uh, whether you're in the city or not, or not. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate your call. Uh, real quick before we take a break, let's go to Bert in Deming. Hi, Bert. Are you there, Bert? Yeah, there you are, Joe. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so you were saying before about insurrection. It is a crime under uh, U.S. or 18 United States Code. 2383 rebellion or insurrection and it goes on to describe what it is um so it is it is in fact a, a listed crime that someone could be charged with okay oh uh, uh, yeah I, okay i see they, that okay haven't but it but it is um regarding the uh the uh traffic blockers um both whether it's on the freeway or even just in bellingham on state street when people are blocking the, the cross street intersections while they're waiting in line for the light to change that's actually a traffic violation, and the reason it's a traffic violation is because emergency vehicles can't get through. So it's all well and good to protest. Um, that's the reason that they're supposed to have a permit, and they're supposed to have a designated route that's been pre-approved. And it's because if there is emergency vehicles that need to get through, um, someone's life could be could be cut short because yeah. of, of your freedom of speech, quote-unquote, and it's and it's not um, <clears throat> one man's freedom of speech blocking the freeway is is another man's rioter, and uh, you know you do have the right to freedom of speech. You do not have the right to obstruct the free flow of traffic, so that way people can get to their places. You don't know uh, how many people were in there. They had families and so forth that had places they needed to be um, when the. Uh, protesters blocked the freeway in Bellingham because they deviated from their approved uh, route that had been given to them to parade, and they went up and they blocked the freeway. There were two ambulances and uh, some other medical conditions that were stuck on the freeway because of that. And it's something that, you know, people need to think about uh, the consequences of their actions. Of course, they will never get punished for it. Uh, Other people will have to die uh, because they wanted to do what they wanted to do, just like the people at CHOP people that died at CHOP. Um, there were, I'm sure there were neighbors, people who lived in that neighborhood who did not extend to that neighborhood being taken over by, by um, anarchists, and, uh, but mm-hmm. they just got stuck with it. So. All right. Okay. Pre- appreciate it, Bert. I appreciate your call. And I, and I, I think legitimate points. Quick break. Back with more here on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Well, time to squeeze your phone call in. We all have our go-tos, right? The doctor you trust, the dentist you rely on, the restaurant you love. What makes them your go-to? It's trust, isn't it? Hi, this is Dan from Bellingham Automotive, your go-to for auto repairs in Whatcom County since 1991. Whether you're using your car for ride-sharing, delivery services, mobile office, maybe just a taxi for your kids and their friends, or it's just personal transportation, we're here to keep you on the road. We're proud to have a team of technicians and service advisors who have been with us for years. They can help you find that strange noise or figure out what that warning light is trying to tell you. They can perform regular maintenance to keep your car up to date and your new car warranty intact. We know you're busy, so we also offer a local shuttle service and an after-hour drop-off and pickup options to help take the hassle out of your auto repair. So if you don't have a trusted go-to for your vehicles, please give us a call at 360-676-5200 or visit bellinghamautomotive.com to schedule an appointment. You love what you find at Wilson's. Your living room is looking pretty good, but there's something missing in that corner. It's time for a trip to Wilson's. Wilson's Furniture will have dozens of great-looking accent chairs to choose from, and one is bound to be perfect for your room. And right now, with winter sale pricing, that chair will look even better. Wilson's Furniture in Ferndale. Start off the new year with the resolution to get a better night's sleep. And Wilson's Furniture has one of the largest selections of mattresses in the Northwest. Memory foam, pillow top, inner spring, and adjustable in a wide range of firmness levels that guarantee you'll find the perfect mattress for you. All at winter sale pricing. Wilson's open seven days a week. 
family room, living room, bedroom, or kitchen. If one or more of the rooms in your house needs a new look, then look to Wilson's Furniture to help you out. And with winter sale pricing, Wilson's will help you get the look for any room just the way you want it and at a price that will make you happy. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Denise has been playing jazz for 40 years. Last concert, one of the musicians fell sick with RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, is a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems. This time, she's choosing to help protect herself with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo. Abrisvo is a vaccine for the prevention of lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, in adults 60 years of age and older. Abrisvo is not for everyone and may not protect all who receive the vaccine. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had a severe allergic reaction to its ingredients. People with a weakened immune system may have a decreased response response to a Brisbo. The most common side effects are tiredness, headache, pain at the injection site, and muscle pain. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Before we get back to calls, uh, I-5 is just a mess in both directions here in Bellingham right now. Looks like, uh, uh, and we've heard about a semi-being jackknifed. I mean, this is both northbound and southbound. It looks like right between Sunset and Meridian is where everything comes to a halt, both north and southbound. And northbound backed up well past Bakerview, uh, I mean rather southbound backed up past Bakerview, northbound backed up all the way down uh, past uh, Samish, so just not a good time to get on the freeway, and then of course that means that a lot of traffic's spilling into the city streets, so just be patient out there, take it easy, uh, we're working on finding out exactly where the mess is, but well, it, it's right there between Sunset and Meridian Street, but uh, traffic in both directions is uh, not doing well. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Well, hi, Joe. Uh, I was having to disagree with John and Michelle uh, today on a, on a certain degree as far as civil disobedience. And <laughs> if you look at so many of the landmark historic changes in society brought about by civil disobedience. Some of these would have not been brought about had it not been for sit-downs and blocking of traffic. And short of violence, the reason, I mean, that is the point of civil disobedience, Mm -hmm. is to get in other people's way and to slow down certain functions of our society for very often issues that are all too often ignored. Many times, if you just peacefully protest, people just peacefully <laughs> just pass right on by and hardly notice you're even there. Well, that is the very point of civil right. disobedience, is to get in people's way. You know, and I would agree. And and civil well, and civil disobedience. I mean, uh, can be peaceful and is peaceful, oh, yeah, and that's yeah, what. Violence, yeah, like right, that. right. I like. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, if you're just okay, I'm just abiding by the law, and I'm being a good person here, and I'm just you know with my sign or what have you, and not not interfering with anything. It uh, like you say, it can easily be ignored, and I think that's the idea of right. One thing March that couldn't be ignored. Civil disobedience is. To go and and block the lunch counter, or to uh, block the intersection, or to to march on a major highway, as they did uh, back in the civil rights days, and it did right, bring about. You, yeah, you couldn't just keep on ignoring the fact that of the all the hurdles and obstacles back then, blacks had to go through just to attain the right to vote, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be the right of every citizen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, Bruce, appreciate your call. All right. Thanks well, a lot. Talk to you soon. You bet. You bet. Let's go to Kevin in Bellingham. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Joe. Um, I find it very interesting that people so easily ignore all the riots and the damage and the people who were killed by Antifa and the radical left, um, but focus on 
January 6th as an insurrection, which it never was. It, has, it was a riot, yes. Was it an unfortunate? Possibly. But the only people who were killed were by the police. Um, whereas in Antifa, they burned buildings. They burned buildings with people inside them. They did? They did this I when January... When, did um, Antifa... I mean, did Antifa kill people in buildings? Yes, they burned buildings down while they while they were in it. Okay. I did. Um, okay. I, I there was and there was it. like I don't know how many how many people died because of Antifa. It is who were directly responsible for for that. Okay. I know there's one black cop who was whose um, business was burned down. I can't remember his name right now. Um. Anyway, I'm just sick and tired of people or characterizing January 6th as. Well, as why? A, as why? But it wasn't. You said it was unfortunate, and I've never supported uh, the, the any violent uh, protests from uh, uh, by Antifa or. Uh, but nobody ever calls the, them out. They all all what? they talk about when they're talking about well, all they well, talk about when they're talking about Trump is January 6th. Well, that's that's what <laughs> when you're talking about Trump that. Kind of is the the, no. the watershed there, but when you're talking about and protests are protest is one thing, riot is another, and and violent riot and violence is is unacceptable. It, I I don't endorse violence in any case, and I don't think we should be comparing. Well, you know what happened on January 6th wasn't nearly as bad as what Antifa has done, and why aren't they arresting no, Antifa? Not. I mean, they're all bad, and if if Antifa or yes, anybody but they're can not equally bad, you I'm don't sorry. think. Uh, so no, you don't think, think an attack on our seat of government is is pretty serious stuff? I mean, that doesn't it shake the we, the faith that we have as citizens in in the the in our in our country and what it's founded on and what uh, you know what? Well, we, I think the glossing I think the glossing over of so many anomalies in, during the election is also what has shaken the faith in our elections. Well, I guess you know they were that, never they were never investigated by the courts. They were never heard in the courts. But they that's were, not true. They were they, there were no, sixty some lawsuits, the and they were all they no they, they were found to be without merit. I I exactly. So they never so, heard the case. They never heard the evidence. So did that did that justify a violent attack on our nation's capital? I mean, is that what we do now? If we don't like the result of an election, we just no, we, do we attack the government it. to try to ch- turn it around to change it? I no, don't. it doesn't justify that. But okay, all right, but um. The totally glossing over and ignoring the the tens of thousands of dollars that was, of damage that was done in Seattle by Antifa when Trump was elected, when uh, and, okay. the, well, the, and the multiple days. Kevin, we're out of time, of but I'll. Of but I, I appreciate your call. We'll continue our conversation tomorrow, four o'clock. And in the meantime, go Huskies. Bundle and save at DeWard and Bodie on select appliance pairs and packages and get exclusive cashback rebates up to $500. When you buy more, you save more on the best selection of appliances from top-rated brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, and KitchenAid. With purchase of eligible in-stock appliances, get up to $500 cashback via mail-in rebate from DeWard and Bodie. Now is the time to upgrade and save on washers and dryers, oven and microwave combos, and full kitchen suites only at DeWard and Bodie. Hi, Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, here to talk to you about health insurance. Are you looking at retiring soon? Or maybe a change in your employment left you without coverage? Whether it is a plan to go with your Medicare or individual health insurance you need, find out how working with a licensed insurance agent at Guided Solutions can help you navigate the plans available in your area and help you make the right choice for you and your family. Learn more today by calling us at 866-733-5111. When it's happening in Whatcom County, it's on KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.